to the Unstuck Podcast, where we help you free your mind from what's holding you back. Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. I am Matt. And this is Amber. Yeah. And so today we're going to be focusing on some leadership development, mainly team communication, because a lot of times we think because we talk at something that we've communicated to something. And the truth is there are some questions that you can ask to help get your team unstuck to get, this could even apply to a lot of areas of business, uh, whether it's in the nonprofit world, whatever it looks like. If you're leading any kind of team and you're lacking communication, these three questions can interject some energy and some greater thought into the process of your communication. So we're going to jump right into these. And um, so, babe, when we're talking about communication, when we're talking about getting a team unstuck, what are some things we need to be looking for? Well, first, we use a communication model. Um, Did you develop that? I did. Okay. We use a communication model that my fabulous husband, Matt, developed. Um, And it basically asks a couple of things. Did you lead up? Did you lead down? Did you lead laterally? Yeah. Um, Will you talk about that just for a second? And then I'll go, I'll highlight the three questions that kind of help you work through that. Yeah, of course. And let me clarify, when I say I developed this, it's probably a hybrid of many things I've learned. So it's not like, you know, I just had this brilliant idea. It's probably a hybrid of all these years of stuff to kind of simplify how we communicate as a team. So uh, in the show notes, there is a PDF download that you can use or to download real quick uh, to kind of follow along here if you want to take time to grab that or after this podcast, you can go and download that as well. There's one with the answers on it and there's one with blanks. So you can use that with your team. You can also slap your team's branding on there as well. I left that off of the team participation copy, okay? So the first one would be, uh, we got to lead up. If you can imagine in your mind a an arrow's uh, pointing north, south, east, and west, okay? This is what's on the model. So you look at this kind of this compass, this model of leading. The first one is you have to ask, did you lead up? What does that mean? Did I lead up to the people that I report to, the people that I'm responsible uh, for production, the people that I'm responsible uh, for a goal, the people that I'm accountable to? Did I lead up with a question or a decision? Chances are you're going to lead up with a question first before you lead back up with a final decision. The people above you have to know what's going on if they're going to support you. Secondly, did you lead laterally? What does that mean? Did I have a proper peer conversation? Did I talk with my peers properly about this? Did I figure out who is going to be involved in this? How does it affect them, et cetera, et cetera? Lastly, did we lead down the people that work for us or serve the department that we're in? Do they know the decision that's been made? How many times have you done something and people go, I didn't even know we were doing that. It's because you didn't lead down properly. So there are three questions that we ask that kind of help get your team unstuck here. If you use the leadership model, these are the three questions within that model that will help create a really strong framework for deep and consistent team communication. So babe, what is the very first question we would ask in leading our organization? So the first thing we would ask in our organization will follow uh, under that, did you lead up category? And that is who can help me see this project from a different angle? So my role right now is technically 
executive pastor, co-pastor, executive pastor. So that means all of our ministry team leads and departments report to me. So if our new guest experience directors want to change from passing out cookies to passing out mugs, they're not going to ask Matt. They're not going to ask um, a new team member, they're going to come to me and say, Hey, I have this idea. Um, so that is an example of who can help you see from a different angle. So right. the first thing you want to do, if you have an idea is take that idea to your, um, whoever you're reporting to. Now you do want to research the idea. You know, you don't just want to say, Hey, I think I want to throw some mugs out there on Sundays. Um, You know, you want to, if you're creative, you want to offer to design that or submit a request to the creative department. Um, Maybe have a couple slogan ideas or or, or ideas of what to put on the mug. And I'm just using this kind of as an example to to relate. Um, You don't just want to shoot a one message email like, Hey, here's my idea. Um, so you want to own that. You want to, you want to support that. And then you want to be open, have open hands, open hands, open heart, open mind to the advice that they may give in return, because that leader that you're reporting to sees how all the pathways and connections and different departments um, intersect and intertwine and there might be some redirection needed, not because anything was wrong with your idea, but just so it best fits the culture of your organization. Yes. So, um, and let me interject there because what we do when we make a decision, we're not making a decision for our department. We're making a decision for the betterment of the whole organization. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at this, we go, yes, it, it could be for my department that ultimately what I'm doing, but does it make us all better? And yes. that's going to be one of the questions It's probably your leadership is going to ask you back. Is this, how does this making us all better? Yeah. Yes. Um, and they can definitely, and like, like I was saying a few moments ago, they, they just have a different perspective. And so they will have a couple of questions or tweaks or suggestions to your idea that you can then take back and work on. And then that would lead into the next question after you, get approval and and are ready to move forward um, with leading laterally. So then you want to reach out to your peers and ask this second question and think, think this through is who does this decision affect? Yes. Um, so on my team, within my peers, I've gotten approval from, from my team lead, but now to move forward, who does this affect? Um, how is what I want to do going to affect kids? How is what I want to do going to affect guest experience. Like if I'm wanting to host an event and I don't communicate that, um, guest experience might assume that my department's going to be welcoming everybody. Sure. So if, if I don't communicate what I want to do, there's not going to be anyone to open the door for anyone coming to my event. Um, or they might assume the opposite. They might think that I need the help when in fact, my team was going to be doing that sure. since it was our event, you know, so you have got to see who things are, are going to affect. And um, putting this in the corporate terms as well, because some people may be listening to this and they own a business or run a corporation or what have you, uh, putting it into shoe leather, as I like to use the example, you know, let's say you want to have a team lead or you want to have a team meeting where you bring all these people into a conference room and you've promised refreshments. 
Well, if you simply haven't led laterally on who's going to take care of refreshments, now it affects everybody and it looks bad on the organization. I know mm-hmm. it's a simplistic example, but those things actually matter. So how do I lead laterally? Ask the proper mm-hmm. questions. Uh, let me give an example of leading laterally. Leading laterally would be somewhat what you said earlier about kids. Uh, and if, you know, again, we're talking in the context of church here, by the way, we are pastors. So ultimately our brain defaults to ministry. We can't help it. So you might have to figure out how to work this into your organization. But if we're having a worship night and uh, we said, you know what, we're going to be providing childcare, but yet we have not told the kids pastors that we want them to provide childcare. They may hear that information secondhand. Did you know we're doing childcare? No, I did not. Immediately it erodes trust with people. Yes. So what we're trying to do is we're leading laterally to prevent eroding trust with people beside us. We cannot forget that these are peripheral leaders, but they matter tremendously. They're out to our side, but they matter. On the flip side of that, instead of them finding that out through the grapevine or secondhand, like you said, if you, um, who does your decision affect? If you lead laterally, if you lead laterally, that suggestion may come from the other department. They will have ideas that will just improve and support. make the, and support yeah. your vision and your idea. You may not have thought in this example, you may not have thought about childcare, but while you're, you're leading th- your peers through what you want to do while you're leading laterally, she would say, Hey, you know, I know we have a lot of young families in the church and you would probably have a much better experience if, if we had a couple of team members do some activities with the kids for an hour. Um, And you might not have even thought about that because what if you don't have kids? So you don't think about, you you may not think through things like that. That is so So true. So it works both ways. It prevents them from hearing something secondhand and it also gives them an opportunity to improve what you're building. You know, one of the worst ways another department can hear something is affecting them is when the pastor talks about it from stage and they had no idea it was happening. So this prevents that from ever happening. We have led up, we have led laterally. And Richard, this takes us to our third one. Uh, and this would be what you would get, what we consider leading down. Take us into that one, babe. Yeah. So have you led down and to do this, you need to start thinking, how many people do I need to make this excellent? So, um, how many people do I need to make this excellent? If that means you need two people and you could wing it, you could pull it off. That is not excellent. So it is not ready to pilot yet. Um, if you need 10 people to make this excellent, then you wait till you have 10 people. But that doesn't mean that you sit and you wait. It means that you are actively recruiting. You are actively working towards that goal. Actively casting vision. Actively casting vision. And if you need help with that, that's where you lead up. You go to your leader and you say, I, you know, I feel like we could, we could launch this, but it would really not be high pressure. And it would really go so much better if we just had two more people. Yeah. on board. Can you help me with my language um, on casting vision? Or could you help me find those two people? Yeah. Or do you have two two people in mind? Um, So, but how many, how many people do I need to make this excellent is a great example question for leading down because um, if you're over a department, then that means you've got a team, you've got a team of people. So begin to think through that team, um, 
that team's personalities, interests, gifts, talents, and whatever this is that you're wanting to launch, um, you know, then you begin to pull on those people. Um, and another, I say, um, a lot. It's okay. It's a <laughs> podcast. Um, we're, we're doing leadership podcast. Um, it's totally uh, fine. I don't know where to go back. This is who we are. Yeah. Don't okay. worry about it. Um, so how many people do I need to make this excellent? Like I said, you really just need to make sure excellent is the key word there. So if you need 10 people and you have eight, then push, push it out a week. That doesn't mean keep pushing it out every Sunday. Set yep. yourself a goal. Yeah. I, Meet that go. goal. If go. you are one to two weeks away from that goal and you're still lacking, go to your leader, lead up and say, you know, I've got 80% of my goal. I'm having trouble with the last 20%. Do you have any ideas? Do you know anyone you could pull on? Here's how, you know, I've been casting vision for it. Do you have any suggestions to that? Um, and And then honestly that you could also at that point too, you can lead laterally at that point and say, Hey guys, you are my peers, my team members as my team support. Do you have anybody in your department that you can help me with this particular area when I need a couple of more volunteers? So leading up, leading laterally on both of those is going to be advantageous. Good example. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? We're not under some kind of naive um, thing where we think that these three questions are an end all Uh, you know, a fix all for every team. So what we did, we actually had 10 questions that we asked at our last staff meeting. These three questions were the three main ones that really stuck out to us. So we want to give you a little bit more, uh, I guess, vitamins here. And so how do we do that? Well, we've given you the three questions, but there are seven more questions that you can use to really spur on great communication for your team to help them get unstuck. So how do we get those questions? They are also in the show notes. So make sure you download those as well, as well as the leadership uh, communication model. I know it's going to be helpful for you guys. Uh, we're so thankful that you spend the last um, 15 minutes minutes with us and we hope it's been uh, helpful for your team. Anything Mm -hmm. else from you, babe? No, that's it. All right, guys, we look forward to seeing you the next Unstuck podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and share this show on your socials. We look forward to being with you again 